0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti-Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm uh, here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. What's up, Ronas? How you doing? Uh, we're in, like, uh, the, the tail end of NBA right now, dude. You uh, you just waiting for this to be over or what?
1: Yeah, I'm excited to get the playoffs going. You know, yeah. we have uh, nine games on Thursday. Then we got Friday, Saturday, 15 games on Sunday, and that's the end of the regular season. So what's crazy is seating is still not determined I believe going into Thursday no one's seat is locked in yet so there's still something to be playing for we'll see how teams go about it uh but yeah um and there's still a couple playing the, the Bulls are still alive in the East barely and the Kings are still alive in the West barely the Kings entered Thursday two games behind the Spurs Spurs are playing in New York against the Knicks Kings are playing Memphis, so I believe the Kings would need to win three. Spurs lose three for them to get in. So pretty much a long shot for the Kings and Bulls to get in.
0: All right, but a little bit of drama. A little bit of drama. I like the fact that no seeds are locked down right now. That's actually pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, with uh, four days left, and we still don't know, um, maybe at the end of Thursday possibly, I I think Philly can lock up the number one seed, I believe, if they beat Miami. Uh, I'm not sure on that. Um, But, yeah, there's still uh, nothing is solidified just yet.
0: All right. Beautiful. Well, uh, as soon as these playoffs get set and situated, when when are the playoffs actually starting? The play-in game starts on the 18th, the play-in tournament. The play-in tournament. What day of the week is that? Tuesday. Oh, okay. Great. So maybe we'll be able to... uh... Do some uh, you know some playoff futures and some uh, and some possible lines and stuff like that to take a look at for the NBA. see what they uh, what the odds are on Utah, the team that nobody respects. No no respect since the days of Stockton and Malone, dude. not and even, and even then. Yeah, kind of an even then. what is it? Is it because they're in Utah? Is that what it is? Because they're, 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 their their team name is the Jazz. No, I think in this case
1: is they don't have that elite superstar. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is very good, but he's hurt too. That's the other thing is we don't know when he's coming back. Uh, I haven't seen any news on if he's going to be ready. I did see that Mike Conley is questionable for Friday. So it sounds like he's close, but I haven't seen anything on when Donovan Mitchell is going to be back. And if he's not there, that's a problem for them.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I asked you that yesterday when we were going to take a look at Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Oh, Sorry, I just uh, I just clicked over and saw the uh, uh, Shamanaya's pitching line today. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Do you have Shamanaya? Not
1: in any redraft. I might have him in a draft champion. I'm not sure, though. Um, but I definitely do not have him. Yes, Austin Meadows goes deep. Not because oh. it was against the Yankees, because I have a lot of Austin Meadows, and he has sucked so far.
0: Dude, so. I have a ton of Austin You know what, though? Austin Meadows his, his his numbers themselves with the you take away his batting average his numbers oh, yeah. themselves are actually pretty good
1: yeah that's home run number eight um, yeah but still man I just I I thought he would be way better I mean this is a guy that I took in the fourth round of a fifteen team NFBC main event because I expected him to be closer to what we saw two years ago he had the COVID and everything last year so yeah I mean now he's got what eight homers eighteen runs nineteen RBIs only one steal. On uh, the batting average of 190. So, I mean, 207 batting average of balls in play. So, yeah, he'll, he'll rebound. I mean, I was going to, because I almost wrote about, I wanted to, when I was doing the Ronas bonus this week, I wanted to put Kyle Tucker in there. And then I looked at his numbers. I'm like, shit, I don't think you, it's, it, he fits this article. He's got eight homers, 23 RBIs, and 22 runs. He's hitting 213, though, but he's doing too much else elsewhere. And he even has two stolen bases. Um, I think a week or two ago probably would have been the time to buy on Tucker. But I mean, right now, eight homers, 23 RBIs, 22 runs in baseball. That's pretty good, (laughs) you know, with the with the way things are going. But he's only hitting 213. Um, But yeah, if someone's uh, doubting Tucker, I think he's going to take off soon.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you completely. (laughs) I've been I've been trying to buy low on Tucker for a couple of weeks right now. Um, the Meadows homer helps me in a bunch of places, although um, it does hurt me on the uh, the Tyone strikeout prop. He's what sitting at five. He's sitting at five right now. Uh, it, the over under was six and a half.
1: OK. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because the race strike out a ton, right?
0: The, the, yeah. It's ridiculous how much they strike out. So and and Tyone struck out the side in the second inning. Like he gave up a, he gave up two runs in the, in first, the first inning. Yeah. And he comes back and he strikes out the side in the, uh, in the, in the second. And now he gives up the uh, the two-run shot here to Meadows. Um, so I need him I, I need him to, to stay in the game enough uh, for possibly two strikeouts. He's thrown 56 pitches through two and a third. Um, so there's still hope there. On the other side of that, I've got Rich Hill on the under with his. And he's gone uh, three innings with only 2K. So hopefully. Fingers crossed, Adam. Fingers crossed.
1: I have Tyone in one league. I don't need to tell you which league it is.
0: You got him in tout?
1: No, labor. Oh, no, it's your labor team. Yeah. Your labor team. And I also have her, Jose Urquidy on the labor team, and he left yesterday's game. He was pulled. The, I, like, it's just – I've never had a team like that. Like, we all deal with injuries, <laughs> and I'm getting injuries in tout, but, like, this team is just a complete disaster. Complete. Like, I just – I don't know. I mean, I did get some good news with Kristen Yelich about to start a rehab, but you know, uh, this is Yelich's rehab. He's going to st- play one game, sit for two, play one, sit for three, play a half game. That, that's how that's going to go.
0: Well, that, that really doesn't sound good,
1: actually. <laughs> I hope I'm dead wrong on this, but because uh, I could use him in uh, not, only, not only, forget the Labor League, but I have him in uh, two Money Leagues. So I, I really need him back.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I don't think I even, I don't even have any Yelich this year. I don't have any Yelich this year. That's actually surprising. I usually have him, uh, in, in at least one league. I don't really, I don't remember why I didn't, hmm.
1: I guess where you drafted, he was like, you know, eight, nine, 10 area. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. here's the crazy part. So in, in the labor, like he wasn't an intended target for me. I just went, I think, I don't know, I think I got about 36 and the bidding stopped. I'm like, okay, because remember, I told you I was going to spend big on four players and I was hoping a pitcher would be one of them. And I got to Grom and then it was three big bats and it was Soto, Soto, Yelich, and Devers. So, and then in my whole league, I kept Yelich because it's OBP and he was a decent price. And then I took Yelich in the GST. I think it picked nine or 10. Uh, now I kind of wish I went Jose Ramirez. <laughs> that dude is crushing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oh, man. Oh man, I just I'm sitting here watching this uh, watching this Yankee game and it's yeah just, I got it on too getting ugly now, man. You need him to get a
1: an out here or well, it's in one so you need a strikeout here and then you hope that he can get through the fourth.
0: Yeah, he needs a quick strikeout here. And then he gets into the fourth and he can get one more quick strikeout because he's already at 61 pitches right now. And that could be a problematic. At least I'm not getting well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not getting the Sean Maniah treatment here. And he certainly isn't getting gombered, but this is uh this is not doing good things for me. Um, this is kind of sticking it up my whip hole there. Uh, which is a bummer. Hey, did you um did you pick up Daniel Lynch anywhere? No. Yeah. I was it's having this fortunate. conversation with Jim Bowden today. I just he's just not just not ready for prime time. I mean, when the Tigers are beating you up, it's kind of a bummer too, because I was like, ooh, I, you know, strikeout prop was low. And it was like four and a half. Tigers are like atrocious, right? Tigers are tigers are striking out somewhere in the neighborhood of like Thirty-six percent of the time against lefties.
1: Without looking, though, do you know who has the worst record in baseball
0: right now? Um, it's um. Uh, I was just looking at it the other day. Who's got the worst record in baseball right now?
1: God, who? Twins.
0: The twins. Yes, 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 yes. Which everybody, you know, we, you know, me included, find incredibly surprising. Uh, because didn't you and I when we were talking about it, we thought the twins could win that division.
1: I thought that division was wide open. Um between even Cleveland, like it's crazy because Cleveland doesn't do anything to improve their team, gets rid of Lindor. They're still a good team, man. They still have pitching. I mean, their offense still has some question marks, but they're still a solid team. They got a good back into the bullpen, they get good starting pitching, but they never do anything to improve. Uh, I thought the White Sox had a shot, obviously. Uh, but with Eloy and Luis Robert out, and yet they keep winning. They won six in a row. Uh, Kansas City was like my sleeper team, and they made me look really smart going 16 to nine, and now they've lost 11 in a row. Uh, <laughs> and Detroit, we knew was horrible. But yeah, I thought that division was kind of wide open. Like, I think I could have seen four teams with anyone except Detroit. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess we'll see if Kansas City can bounce back, but uh, I don't know what the hell is that? They just got swept by Detroit, man. But yeah, Minnesota to, for them to be the worst team in baseball at this point, no, nah, I didn't see that coming.
0: No, I didn't either. I didn't either. Their pitching is kind of letting everybody down. You know, Jose Barrios not really having that strong of a of a of a season right now. I, and you know, strikeout rates down. Uh, he's pitching a, to a lot more contact. It's a little uh, it's a little concerning there, uh, considering what what we were expecting from him.
1: Yeah, he got like no strikeouts or one the other day against Detroit. One, yeah. Yeah,
0: like come (laughs) on, man. (laughs) Oh man, so brutal, so brutal. Um, all right, well, big night tonight uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Here, you uh, you want to speculate, uh, Jared Kelnick? Not only does he get called up, but he's batting leadoff tonight. And then Logan Gilbert on the bump for uh, our good friends. Uh, the Seattle Mariners taking on the tribe uh, who's been a little, uh, a little soft. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I think Kellnick goes five for five with three home runs and two steals.
0: What? That seems a little <laughs> bullish. <laughs> no, I
1: expect him to do well. I mean, you never know with these prospects, right? It's just so many question marks. Um, but it seems like he's ready and it seems like he has the attitude. So, uh, I expect him to, and they threw him right in the leadoff spot too, right away.
0: Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, the deep end of the pool with no floaties. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, do you know how to, I don't even know. Do you know how to swim, Adam? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hey man, some guy, I know a lot of people who grew up in New York who don't know how to swim. Yeah. No, I know how to swim. Okay. Do you use floaties? Still, no. no, I'm good. <laughs> uh what about Logan Gilbert? I love Logan Gilbert. He's the one like I've got him on a couple of teams right now. I'm only starting him in one league because uh, you know, we weren't a hundred percent sure when he was gonna get called up. They talked about doing it, but I had to set my lineup for the weekly leagues, so I just left him on the bench. Um so but in the uh Sirius XM Host League uh where I've uh, where I, I drafted him and stashed him away um I am starting him tonight want to see what happens. How about this man, right? So I I I hold on to to Logan Gilbert, right? Because of all the promise and this and that. Um early in the season I got hit with a lot of injuries. Already solid at the corner infield spot with um Uh, with, with my, Oh, oh, this is the one league where I'm like locked down with outfielders. And I mean, like really strong outfield, like, you know, I've, I've got Meadows who, you know, obviously was, you know, is is struggling a little bit, but you know, I've got judge and Meadows and loriano Um, and so I was very happy with the way my outfield was, uh, Cedric Mullins also on the team. He got off to a great start. And, uh, and so I, I ended up having to cut somebody to take care of some injury stuff. And I, and I cut Andrew Vaughn and I'm bummed about that. Like I kept Logan Gilbert because I had the faith in him to come up and start at some point. And Andrew Vaughn was just shit in the bed horribly uh, to open the season. And now look at him. Uh, it's really kind of bummed me out.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. When you stash these guys, you have to make tough decisions, uh, but Gilbert's pretty much owned in every league that I'm in. Uh, maybe I haven't checked uh, labor, which is my only 12 team league. So maybe he's there. Who knows? Even in that one with all these people in the industry, they probably have them there too. Let me check right now. Gilbert, uh, why is it pop up? Logan Gilbert, is he rostered? No. Okay. That's it. There we go. Spending all my budget on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, in the 15s, bro, he's just, he's rostered. People knew he would be up and waited on him. So uh, he he's definitely worth picking up if he's out there.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, guys on the men right now, you were talking about Christian Yelich, Framber Valdez throwing a bullpen session this Friday. Um, sounds like he's going to make it through. I'm, I'm much more excited about I'm him sure. than, uh, especially hearing the uh, the news on uh, on Mike Soroka uh, and how nightmarish that is um so hopefully Framber Valdez makes his way back um again these are situations where um i think John Heyman reported that Framber Valdez was going to miss the entire season um and so you know that some people with like injury issues uh, could very well have dropped Framber Valdez so if you're playing in a more shallow league when he's getting ready to make his way back, you should probably, you know, make a preemptive move and grab him quick just to see. I mean, I know we don't know exactly how he's going to pitch uh, given the injury, but I think Valdez is a guy who I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy to take a chance on. Oh
1: yeah. My guess is he was already picked up because remember you were right about that initial news. And then there started to be optimism. And then I think people probably said, Ooh, let me go grab him," especially if they had like unlimited IL or something. So but you're right. Always check. You never know. People might have forgot. Maybe no one added them. Um, that, that's another thing. Uh, always look at the drops each week, too. You know, that's something I always do, too, because sometimes you're surprised. Um, there could be a team that's doing poorly at the bottom of standings and they go, you know what? I can't wait on this guy. I got to make a move now. So, yeah, you always check that stuff. Double check because you don't want to wait until waivers runs and be like, oh, shit, he was available. How would I miss that? No, nah, don't ever put yourself in that spot. Always double check. I just did it now with Logan Gilbert. I went through my leagues. I'm like, well, roster, roster, roster. Uh, so Lamer's the only one that I see that he's available. That's great. That'll,
0: that'll boost that team
1: for you, Adam. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm already out of last place. Here we go.
0: Oh shit. He's on the move. He's on the move. All right. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about, but before we do that, got to give a shout out to our sponsors, monkey knife fight. DFS site you guys should be playing on, especially if you love those prop games. Uh, And here's why. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks. Which means anyone has a chance at winning, even you, Adam, even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P. You will have your first deposit matched instantly up to fifty bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh pay the bills. <laughs> So Adam in the uh, in the baseball world right now. And I mean it's kind of big here in the Bay Area. Um I don't know how the rest of the country is uh is taking it, is absorbing it. Oakland A's could be out of Oakland soon.
1: Yeah, I heard about it. It was a story. Um is this what is this though? Baseball putting pressure on them or what? I mean, that stadium does suck, right?
0: Oh, the stadium's atrocious, but yeah. what they've got the the issue, one of the things that they've got going on is now that um the Warriors are now that the Warriors are, are moved to San Francisco to the Chase Center um, and the Raiders are out in Vegas now, they could theoretically tear down the, the Oracle Center and the Oakland Coliseum, right? And just start from scratch um, on this huge, huge piece of property that's already uh, close to public transportation, you know, and, and it's easy to get to. Um, By doing it that way. Well, I guess the owner has his heart set on some sort of like, you know, you know, uh, ocean ocean beach property um, over there in Oakland. He wants like he wants waterfront property. He wants to build this billion dollar ballpark uh, over there um, on the water. And the problem is, is that, you know what, it's not even just about the ballpark that Oakland doesn't support them you know it's like it's not even about the the fact that the ballpark's crappy they just they don't get a supportive fan base there it's not it's not an affluent city how about that you okay. know and it's uh, and it's kind of problematic because you know I mean the A's when 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 will the A's sell out or when will the Raiders sell out when they're winning and that's it so you've got the fair weather and you're telling me that you're going to build this billion dollar waterfront property you know a uh, stadium what that that everybody's gonna suddenly go to to see the a's no like I mean that's just that's not what it is and the fact that they're not forcing it to to just stay on the same area you know to to build it right there um is is crazy and you know I mean listen the a's are a historic franchise they really are i mean you you can talk about the seventy yet you know seventy something you know Late 70s Yankees, Reggie Jackson, Catfish Hunter, those guys all came from Oakland. You know, this is really, I mean, a storied franchise. They were winning championships in the early 70s. And, you know, it's it's, I mean, listen, it, it has nothing to do with fantasy purposes. It's just a matter of, you know, I think it's just everybody's pushing to get out of that city finally.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a tough situation there. Um, and, and there are some cities where the fan support is tough. I mean, Tampa's another one, right? And that stadium's a dump, apparently. So yep. it's tough. I mean, even Miami. I mean, they got a good team, but they don't draw either.
0: Where are you at with the the, the notion of contraction?
1: I'd be okay with it.
0: I would, too. I, and I think it's something that, that we've needed. And... It won't happen, though, man. No, of course it won't happen. These people don't want to give up their their franchises. They don't want to yeah. contract um but I mean,, ugh, I don't know it's just it's a it's a negative situation, and you know it's one of those things where again, yet another black guy on baseball, and you know this this owner is so insistent on this waterfront situation that you know yeah m l b is kind of forcing them to. You know, make a decision to start exploring other options um of where to build because this guy is like no i'm i want I want to be on the water What do you think happens I think they move okay, I think they move I really do i mean you can you can pop a domed stadium right next to where uh where where the the Raiders play in vegas um I mean, there are just there are a number of cities. I mean, there are a ton of cities where you could just put a stadium uh, and and play some baseball, right? I mean, I'm sure there's like, you know, put it in fucking Wichita. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if a city's not going to support the team, then then why are we bothering? Yeah. And I mean, and, and we deal with that with the with the Rays too, and the Marlins. It's like, OK, if, if, if nobody's going to come to a Marlins game in Miami, then why are we why are we doing it? Why? You know, like, that's what I don't understand. Um, why are we forcing these teams to stay?
1: Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of cities where they would welcome an addition of a, of a baseball team.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I do. I do. I don't know. That was just something that was in the news. It was kind of, uh, it was kind of sticking with me because I mean, I hear about it on a regular basis. Being out here in the Bay Area, um, not much else, not much else. Um, you know, I hate to do this to you guys uh, another night in a row, but we're going to have to call this one uh, a quickie, a super quickie, because I actually have to record uh, some other stuff. And uh, are are you live tonight? On uh- no, we. Recorded. Oh, are you gonna get some? Are you gonna get some chicken parm? No,
1: nah, I had it two nights ago. Um, so not tonight. And I actually, before I ate some leftovers from yesterday, but I have a feeling it might not fill me up. So I might go out in a couple of hours
0: to get some more food. There you
1: go. <laughs> we'll see though. We'll see. And uh, I gotta do some laundry too.
0: All right. So, see that Adam has to go do some laundry. I've gotta go record. I'm recording a uh, another edition of uh, of Getting Buzz tonight. Um, for those of you who uh, are interested, the uh, the video it usually we park it, we release it on uh, on Friday night. Um it parks right there on the homepage. You can go to Fantasy Alarms YouTube page. Uh good show tonight here. I, you know, I mean, I know that you you don't care about the NFL schedule, but Ryan Hallam and I are going to make a mockery of that. Uh our top 10 list of uh, of of Favorite sports movies is uh, is coming on, and then boom! How about this one here? Special guest joining me tonight. Little one-on-one interview. Jeff Manns.
1: Oh, that's cool. That'll be fun,
0: right? I think so. I definitely yeah, think so.
1: <laughs> you know, I think I told you, but the one time, like early in the pandemic, I think it was May. It was late at night, and we were doing a FaceTime call. It was me, Annie, and Think Matt Kim. And then they were trying to get Sandro and he was trying to get away from his girl. And he finally got on. Then Jeff Mans popped on it. Dude, it was 5 a.m. here. The sun was coming up. I'm like, all right, guys, I got to go now. It was like 5, 530. <laughs> and then Jeff's like, oh, look at you. I'm like, dude, you're in Arizona. You're like two hours behind, bro. Like 530 a.m. I've been talking. I, and I was on. Mans hopped on like in the middle. They just decided to call him. Dude, I was on that call for like five hours with these guys.
0: They, um, they've they actually tried to rope me into a couple of those, too. I'll get like, it's like, it's the you up text that you oh, never want to get. Oh, dude, from Ani,
1: get. right? Yeah. Dude, I, I, know, I know now, because he did it recently, and I didn't answer. I'm like, I don't feel like doing this shit tonight. And I didn't want to say no, because if I answered, he would immediately call me on FaceTime. I hope he's not listening. I love him, but I wasn't in the mood that night. <laughs> I was probably talking to a girl, too, or something. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, nah, I don't want to do this. Uh, but I did talk to him one time. It was 101 because he hit me up and then he called. And, uh, yeah, he's like, you drinking, man? I'm like, nah, he was. He's like, come on, man, get a drink. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> 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 nah, all cool people, though, man. You know, we work with a lot of good people. But, yeah, you know, I don't really you – yeah, know, I see man's at the fantasy stuff. And, obviously, we haven't been. So that was, uh, I think, the last time I at least saw him. I don't know. if I talked to him? I don't know if I've talked to him since. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that should be fun.
0: It should definitely be fun, right? Jeff man, this is the first time. I mean, he and I have done uh, like one or two broadcasts since he went from fantasy alarm to uh to elite. Uh but yeah, never like this is gonna be a it's gonna be a nice like one-on-one session.
1: And you hit um, your tie-on prop. What's that? You hit tie on prop.
0: You Did seven,
1: I? Seven case.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Thank you. See? Now, like George Costanza, I'm going to end this one on a high note. Thank you so much, everybody. Really appreciate you tuning in, liking, subscribing. He's Adam Ronis. I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.